GorillaMedia.com. Alive, surging up from the depths of the sea on a tidal wave of terror to wreak vengeance on mankind. Raging through the streets on a rampage of total destruction. The GameZilla Podcast. Is this the end of our civilization? Prepare for gaming domination. The mightiest monster of them all. Grimlock the Diamond 9, GameZilla. Welcome to the GameZilla Podcast, your last slide of defense in major gaming news. I'm your host, Grimlock, and with me in the GameZilla Media Studios, our lovely and competent producer, the Nine Knight. If you want to know why Grim's laughing, it's because the intro wasn't loud enough, so I started fading up the fader to make it louder, and I pushed it all the way up and go, why isn't it getting louder? No, I'm just pushing the wrong fader up. And, like, I realized it, and then, like, he get, he's watching me the whole time, and then, I'm like, I faded up, like, the right one up, and he just loses it laughing, because, like, I was legit confused why it wasn't getting louder. Oh, man. Yeah. I was laughing through the whole intro, silent laughing, and then finally, finally I couldn't do it anymore. Uh, but I, I gotta give my pre-show shout out. Okay. I'm repping the Raptors today. Toronto Raptors jersey, cause it's gonna be a hot summer. Go Raptors. Who's who's number ten? DeRozan, maybe? DeRozan, yeah. <laughs> yeah, DeRozan. Ba- Bexy baby gave me this as a gift. It's a retro. Alright, anyways, go Raptors. Welcome to episode. But also go Golden State with Draymond Green. <laughs> Welcome to episode 262 of the GameZilla Podcast, brought to you by our patrons. At patreon.com slash GameZilla Media. Your financial contribution goes to the success, growth, and life of GameZilla Media. You are the lifeblood of this podcast through your financial contribution, starting at just one little doll hair per month. You can contribute and you can get uh, access. You can vote on special topics, either news or today it's a special discussion topic that you had the, the ability to vote on. But also, there is the exclusive content level for just $5 a month. You have access to uh, the recordings of the GameZilla pre-show, as well as the Legend of Retro Game Shark, and of course, my show, The Dungeon of Doom, where I complain about how bad wrestling is. That's what it is now. It didn't used it, to be it, that it way. It used to be fun. Yeah. Used I like that fun. you used lifeblood. That was good. You're the, you're the lifeblood. Yeah. Uh, but that's all that's available for you. Patreon.com slash GameZilla Media, and thank you to all of our current patrons. <sighs> well, there's not a whole lot going on in the uh, gaming industry right now. Because we are, what, about a week away, just about a week away from E3 2019. The E3rd. The Echo 3rd. The E3 that is really confusing because everyone's doing all their stuff like before or after it, around it. No no one wants to do it at E3 anymore. E3's dead. E3's like sticky and gross and just you don't want to touch it. Like me in my jersey. I mean, they'll all be there on the convention floor to just, you know do their convention thing for three days but they don't want to take take the stage so anyways we have like a ton of stuff coming up in the next week week and a half and so uh news is light but we do have some a couple things we want to talk about and uh we want to get into some our e3 predictions every year we cover e3 pretty pretty intensely here at games media and so we always like to lead up with the uh idea of what it's going to happen at E3. So do we need to push the news button, or are we just going to get into this? What do you want to do, producer? Ooh, what do I want to do? Yeah. Is it? There it is. Toasty! 
And this is the news. Can we just restart the show? No. No, we can't. I'm searching the web for the latest gaming news. Searching GameZillaMedia.com. Downloading headlines. What about this monster story of yours? Yeah, there we go. Let's have a few more fart sounds. Let's just get them in there. This is Deadite's performance today. <laughs> All right. Welcome to the news. Topic number one, E3 talk. We're going to get into this. Uh, we're going to talk about uh, what we're most excited about, uh, probably what, uh, you know, the, what maybe we think is the most overhyped item, and uh, I don't know, maybe some predictions as to what we might think will go down at E3, the either surprising or unexpected stuff. So let's get started with it. Dedit, what are you most excited for out of this E3? There's a lot going on, so this is this is a loaded year. What do you what are you most anticipated to mm. find out about? I mean very realistically, we know we're getting a large Pokemon related direct. Uh that's a game that I know I'm going to put a ton of time into. It's a game that even if it's bad, I know I'm going to play all the way through because that's how it goes with Pokemon games in me. Um, so there is a, a good level of excitement for that direct in me. Now, if we're looking outside the world of Pokemon, I'm actually really interested in Stadia. I'm interested to see what this Google streaming service is going to be about. Yeah, so uh, the Pokemon's going to be happening uh, before E3. That's that's happening this week, isn't it? Into is the, it? Into I, this week. I thought it was, I don't know, let, let me look it up. You keep going. That was early June, um, but I could be wrong. And then, of course, we are finding out about uh, Stadia. So Google has uh, came out uh, today, actually, and said that they are going to uh, be releasing more details, including price points and everything, this week. So, again, before E3. So, yeah, I mean, this is very exciting, interesting time because this is that next generation of device that we've talked about over the last few months. Yeah, see the fifth. Oh, man, it's in a day or two. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Then I don't even care about E3 whatsoever. <laughs> it, can, it can come and go and never happen, in my opinion. All right, so then with that being said, we know we're going to learn about the new Pokemon stuff like that, but let's uh, let's focus on Stadia. What 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 has you excited about this announcement? I mean, besides the fact that we're going to find out, you know, you can buy this controller for fifty bucks, and that's all you need. Yeah. And then the service is going to run you. You know, here's 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 the business model. You can pay monthly. You can buy it by the year or whatever it is. Um, you know, is it something that let's say day one investment, you can lock yourself in with the controller. A year worth of Stadia service, hundred bucks. You do it. What what it's going to hinge on is one: Do I have the infrastructure to do it at my house? Is my internet good enough to to adequately use this service? And then the next thing is: What exclusive games, or even just what new games? Like what what haven't I played before? That's going to be available over the service. Yeah, that's going to be the big thing that they're going to have to come out with here. Um, you know, this week is what does the library look like? Day like day one launch launch day. What what does the library look like? Because if it's ten games and and I've played them all, um, you know, then I'm probably not going to be a day one uh, buyer. I'll, I'll wait for that exclusive game or 
you know, f- for some other reason why I want to try that service. But uh, price point wise, I mean, you know, you're not buying a console. You're you're literally just getting the controller. So, what do you think that what do you think they're going to sell their controller for? Because it's not your ordinary controller, I guess. Yeah, it's 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 really interesting to to think: Are they going to do the for lack of an appropriate term, are they going to do the crack dealer method where they're going to sell you the little one, give you the sample, the controller is not going to be expensive to get you into using the service? Or because it's probably a very nice controller, is it going to have a $70 price tag? Is it going to be in line with the Nintendo Pro controller? Uh, because it is going to be a premium device that has some tech in it. Well, let's throw it out there. Could you see this being a $150 controller because of the because of the tech? This controller is literally communicating through your network to servers at Google, doing everything, doing transferring all your inputs, all your button presses, everything through to this server that's playing your game for you. Yeah, I I could see it being that price point. I think it's a nightmare if it is, in my opinion. Okay, but what if it's you buy the hundred fifty dollar controller, and then what if it has six months of service with it? They could bundle service with it. That would be smart because service costs them next to nothing as far as actual, you know, actual cost. Um, and then you're you're invested into it, so hopefully you keep it going. Because I mean, the, the goal here with these services are it's just like Xbox Live, PlayStation Now, Game Pass, all this stuff is that it's just residual money once the once the infrastructure is built. The cost of operation then is just keeping it running, and you know maintenance and, and utilities. There's the, the investment's already done. So once you cover that, then it's just pure profit. That's why um, cell phones, right? Cellular service is insane. The the profitability for companies like Verizon and, and all of them. But you know they spend all this money on building an infrastructure, and then they get all these subscribers. They lock them in, and I'm not saying Google's going to lock you into a two-year agreement, but they lock them in, and then they get this money for you know years and years and years on this same network that they just have to slightly upgrade here and there and maintain. So if Google can do that, that's huge. But the only way they're going to do that is that library. And that library to me is like, yes, you can, you're can. you working with companies like Capcom, you know, like Epic. Like you've talked about them. You've, you've name-dropped plenty of them. The question is, what are you bringing that's unique? And that's, that's the tough part is that either you are the best-kept secret in the world, which is very hard to believe in this day and age where everything leaks, or you don't have anything that's super special to launch Stadia with. Do things leak from Google, though? I think so, yeah. I think pixels leak from Google. I think Google I Glass so. leaked. I think like anything you think that's super top secret of Google accidentally got left at a bar somewhere or 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 whatever. Like hmm. I mean, I just it's so hard this in this in today's society to be a complete secret and not have anything going on, especially just with the simplicity of like this system launches this year. So like you've had to disclose, I'm sure some of the games that you are going to be offering to you know and, and to somebody out there that generates a leak. I mean, Death Stranding. Here's a game we, that we've talked about that we were like, oh, here we are. We're going to find out more about Death Stranding. All of a sudden, I was like, yep, coming super leak coming out November eighth before the announcement even hit. And it was like, oh, all right, cool. I don't have to watch the announcement anymore. It happens all the time. Sometimes way in advance, sometimes right before the announcement. So maybe maybe something does drop here in the next couple days that 
changes my tune. But right now, I just, I, I mean, I don't know anything that, that could really sell me on the fact of like, oh man, we can only play this on Stadia. We all have to get it. Like, I just, there's nothing there right now because literally they haven't talked about anything. And that concerns me a bit. Where if you had such a library, wouldn't you kind of already be talking about some of the, the lower tier stuff just to get people ready? Yeah, you'd think there'd be like, a, hey, guess what? You're going to be able to play the last four Assassin's Creed games. You right. know, like, like yeah, it, you would expect there to be some base information and them to drop some big bombs on us. But, man, it's just tough to imagine that Google, one of the largest companies in the entire world by a large margin, you know, like, they're one of the biggest entities to ever exist on the face of the planet to think that they couldn't that they won't roll out interest like a library with at least a two or three interesting games. I mean, they have the money, you know, to to flex, but I think the problem with money and the problem with power is that when you flex, it that that causes the leak. You know, like yeah. if you go out like Microsoft did a real a damn good job of buying up all those all those companies last year and then announcing them as as first party and and that was a surprise because it doesn't normally happen. Yeah. You know, when Psionic gets bought out, you know about it. Like, so to buy an exclusive, because you're not necessarily pulling someone that says, I want my game to be exclusive on Stadia, because it's not proven. Why would I do that? At least anybody that has a, has a game that they know is gold, that they know is ready, ready for the big time. Why would, you, why would you lead with the fact like, hey, you're untested platform, that's where I want my exclusive to it. Mm-hmm. Not the guy that has 80, 80 plus million systems infrastructure going over here. Sorry, Sony, I'm going to go over here. I, I have a good feeling. Mm-hmm. I mean, the only other dumb person that does that is Earthworm Jim when they go with the Amico. Yeah. Or yeah. Towerfall Ascension when it goes with the Ouya. Yeah, but that was back in the day. <laughs> that was I'm just a different saying, time. I'm just saying. And, and, and that's me reaching big time. But still. Um, I'm glad you think that. Uh, hot take right here. You know, hot take alert. Grimlock predicts Stadia will be just as successful as the Ouya. No, that's not my hot take. Yeah, you, you, you heard to, it here first. You don't have to do much to be the Ouya. And, and Google will be able to. If Ouya can. If, if Google can make, I just called it Guya. If yeah. Guya can Gooya! take it, that's that's what they're gonna call it. Name change. Um, Go no, Guya. Google Google will will uh, do just fine. But my I, as far as becoming like a a main you know player in this in this industry, just because your name's Google isn't gonna be enough. I'm sorry. And I mean you've you've proven that with failures on other devices that. You should be able to implement better, and you haven't, or things that completely failed because you really had no real concept of what they were going to be. Dude, you remember Google Plus? <laughs> Google Plus, yeah. There was your social media, your social network that was a disaster. You know, Google. Dude, it was a wasteland of nothing. <laughs> yeah, or like Google Glass, overselling, 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 and then delivering this product that was nothing like what you were trying to just fabricate out of thin air of like, oh yeah, it's going to be the, this new thing that no one's ever seen, and really it just turned into. Um, what was it? Uh, Tiger used to make one, the R Zone, I think it was called. Yeah. Where just like shoot off of a piece of glass back in your eyeball and blind you. That's what it was, except it was a prism. You could see through it and you could see what you're doing. It, anyways, anyways, Google, you have a name, you have money, but it doesn't <laughs> mean anything. 
That doesn't it doesn't mean success. Google has failed plenty of times. They just have enough money to fail. Unrelated tangent. Do you remember that stupid headset squirt gun that was voice activated? As yeah. you go, fire, 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 fire. <laughs> and it shoots water. Man. Oh, my goodness. I do remember that. I want one right now. <laughs> um, let me let me pull a few comments here from uh, from the Twitch chat that's revolving around this. Uh, the you know the I do have a question here from from uh, Stormburglar. Uh, do you need a smart TV or will it work through Chromecast? It will work through Chromecast. Yes. yes. Uh, but he also says the uh, that Google is terrible with leaks. Just to back me up, that they're 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 a leaky. I guess I'm just not paying yeah, attention. They're a leaky company. Uh, but then Escape Soul does come in and says three things. One. Can it handle? Can my internet handle it? Which is your question there, Deadite. Two, what is the game list? I'm glad someone else is rocking ghetto internet like me. And three, will it work as a second controller for my Ouya? Ooh, dude, the Ouya is dead like tomorrow. <laughs> like, yeah, the yeah, Ouya yeah. is about to be so dead. Yeah. So, no, I, I think three, we can safely say no, Escape Soul. But it's the new Gouya. Yeah, the Gouya. Uh, anyways. That that's that's the Stadia side of it. Okay, I, I think we can move on from Stadia. That's that's what you're excited about. Yeah, um, I'm yeah. very 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 excited with all the talk that's been starting to, and, and all the leaks about it that's already kind of coming out. Marvel Avengers from Square Enix. This is that game that I'm getting behind real hard because they're out there talking like, is this the Marvel? And okay, this is the way they worded it. Don't don't trash it, but the concept, okay? Think of it conceptually, is this Marvel's destiny? Because they're talking about cooperative gameplay and open world setting. Could this be a Destiny-esque game set in the Marvel Universe? If that's the case, if you're talking original Destiny and the hundreds of hours that I put into Destiny, and you tell me I can have a Marvel skin on top of that, I am in. I'll, I mean, I'll probably be in. It, it kind of comes down to the conversation we had in the pre-show about how, like, Metal Gear doesn't really do it for me. Square Enix for a company as a company doesn't do it for me. So I'm a little hesitant because they are a big RPG company. So Yeah, but they it's tough because they, they definitely have their hands in on plenty of things that aren't your typical Final Fantasy game. And again, if you play Final Fantasy 15, it doesn't play like any other Final Fantasy ever. It's a hack and slash. Like if this was like Final Fantasy 15 but Marvel, I'm in. Yeah, yeah, you know that <laughs> realistically that's pr- from what I saw about Final Fantasy 15, I would say that would be true. I would probably get into that. And the other angle is we we're ju- we're talking about Spider-Man, right? Spider-Man for the PS4. Yeah, I never played it. And <laughs> <laughs> It didn't oh look that good. man, I hate you so much. <laughs> I hate you so much. No, uh, but seriously, the thing that Marvel has started to do over the last like year, year and a half, about now, is they are letting these companies use the IPs and generate original stories. We're not playing a a movie game that just that's just a rehash, a half ass rehash of. In game, we're actually playing a, a, a unique story told by these people with Marvel, and, you know, Marvel uh, associates involved to make sure that they can help out when needed. But the idea here is that we could be getting into an Avengers game that 
is a unique story that that we're going to travel and and enjoy just like Spider-Man was uh just like if you liked it or you didn't like it uh the Guardians of the Galaxy Telltale which was was its own story about the Guardians of the Galaxy so that's the cool thing that in the past all we got was just these trash shovel where oh a thor movie came out here's a quick thor game you know made by sega in two hours like that's what we got now we're looking at getting games like this getting game getting a new um um ultimate alliance ultimate alliance you know getting these games that that were marvel games that i loved growing up and so this is all new though this is exciting and we have and here's here is a game that yes it's leaked that there's going to be this cooperative gameplay potentially and 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 we and there's just been fragments of that coming out but we haven't seen a blink of this game like we're gonna go into e3 and the screen's gonna play and i swear to god if we're doing this live and one of you that's here live on the show talks i'm kicking you in the dick because i'm so excited to see this you better hope it's a good cup because i'm gonna kick harder you know i don't cheap out people are always trying to kick me in the nuts you cheap out on everything what are you talking not on not on crotch protection i don't i'm wearing one right now (laughs) don't check it (laughs) anyways marvel avengers from square enix that that's probably the game that that i just have so much hype around and then hardware wise i mean i am super excited for what what microsoft's gonna do i think microsoft is going to just they're coming i mean the 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 little like teasing that they have been really just saying here and there it's like we have uh 14 first party games that we're going to show you Cool. We have a new system. We have, you know, the, the next generation. We have xCloud. We have, like, it's just not, like, it's going to be just a brawl, man. They're just going to throw haymakers left and right. And, and you know, Phil Spencer's been saying it all along. We're going to walk into E3 this year unlike any other year for Xbox. And that's exciting to me. Not because I'm a huge Xbox fanboy. I like Xbox. I like I like Sony and I like Nintendo for for what for their you know their own individual reasons, but this Microsoft's been on such a good roll for the last like three years, they were they just been doing things right over and over and over again, and then this is kind of like this feels like the payoff to me. It's like if they really figured it out, and it really seems like they did, that this is that final just kind of like throw it all on the table and let watch everybody's mouth drop we're back and that's what you know that's what i'm expecting i'm expecting microsoft like peak xbox 360 era where they could do no wrong and they were just they were just you well, know winning the only thing they could do wrong is not produce a functioning system that didn't just yeah, we break don't wanna, after 3 hours yeah we don't want to do that now again calm down i had an original system never broke okay and I played it plenty. I, I, I don't know what, what y'all are doing with your Xbox 360s. Because you're the one in a million that didn't break. Just saying, uh, man. You know, Personal experience. The other thing I'm the most excited about. How many Xbox 360s did you have that broke? Uh, I never bought one because I'm not going to buy, mm. buy a pile of garbage when so all my, my friends pers- are like, I've had three that broke. Why would so, I buy one of them? So my personal experience that I actually had was that I had one that never broke. Mm-hmm. And your personal experience is you never bought an Xbox 360. Because they're piles of garbage. Got it. All right. So in that case... 
Xbox rocks. Oh, yeah, sure. I'll let you have that one. <laughs> <laughs> I never gave you an Xbox 360? Nope. Wow. I've never owned one. Man, I have like 20 of them. You can probably just take one right now. <laughs> I don't want one. You're sitting on one right now. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's really comfortable. <laughs> also very warm. It's too warm, but the red <laughs> the red rings make me feel comfortable. Yeah. Uh, the thing I'm most, the number one thing I'm the most excited for at this E3 is going into it knowing that I won't be disappointed by Sony's show. Because there is no show. You can't disappoint all your fans when you just don't have a show. Like, wow. how am I going to know about the new Hot Samurai games coming out? <laughs> if I have 40 minutes of Sony's show to show me all these different games about Samurai that I don't care about. That's true. That's true. Um, all right. How will I hear this year's hot new banjo song? <laughs> Dude, their show last year was awful. Yeah, that show was real bad. That's why they're not here this year. <clears throat> no. Um, anyways, they, so Microsoft's going to be there. They're going to talk about Xbox. Sony is going to be there, but they're not necessarily, they're not releasing the, the, the PlayStation 5 news or anything. Yeah. At Do you know E3. if they're doing a state of play show, AKA a Sony direct? I don't know. I'm not, I'm not sure. I think they're, I think their presence is literally going to be convention floor. And then you're going to have like developers that, that might be on stage for certain things, okay. but um, not like Sony themselves. Really. They're saving that for their own little, shindig that they want to throw later this year giving they're tipping their hat giving microsoft and if nintendo wants to do anything anybody stadia everybody else they're giving them the uh the lead here say go ahead show show us what you got we'll follow it up you know what this feels like to me it feels like the prom Nintendo, microsoft everyone's just having a good time going to the prom you get your different crowds and Sony knows no one likes them and they don't like anyone else. They're like, I'm going to throw my own prom with my mom at my house in two months. Like, okay, so do you have fun doing your own little show? We're all going to hang out at the big dance. Yeah. That's what it feels like. Yeah, that's pretty much what it is. <laughs> we don't like you and you don't like us. We're not coming. Yeah, exactly. But then they'll go shake Microsoft's hand and be like, can we use your uh, cloud service because we need your help? My mom thinks I'm handsome. My players <laughs> like my games. <laughs> All right, but uh, so okay, so we got that covered. What about uh, o- the most overhyped thing? Thing something that's that, that's coming up at E3, and you just think it's going to either be a dumpster fire, it's gonna, it, it's it's a mess. Um, wh- what do you got? Oh, I mean, I think I know your answer already, but dude, I think Death Stranding is gonna be <laughs> terrible. Yeah, that's that's the answer. <laughs> like, I don't think it's gonna be a good game. And is that just based off the fact that Kojima's never made a good game? No, I'm sure he's made plenty of good games, but uh, this one looks like a confusing mess that probably won't be that fun. All right. I look to video games as a fun experience to play, not a drawn-out movie to have to sit through. This looks like a confusing, drawn-out movie with fetuses. Not interested. <laughs> <laughs> Man, do I have an overhype? It's probably going to be a wet fart of a game. Wow. Okay. Well, we'll see. We'll see uh, November eighth, but and we'll see what they what else they bring to uh, to E three. But you're gonna play for three days. And you're like, I don't know what's going on, man. This game's weird. That's gonna be. Yeah, but you just showed me a TV show that I'm gonna go upstairs and watch when I get home, and, and you also don't know what's going on. No, I know like, exactly what's going no, on. No, it's just a complete mind fuck, is no. what it is. You think <laughs> you you think you know what's going on, but in reality, you don't. You don't talk about Slobby's <laughs> world like that, okay? That is my new show, man. That would be me if I was savvy and homeless. Well, you already look homeless. 
And, Raptors, and, baby! Yeah, and you're basically dressed like him. Dude, I am. I'm, I legit like adopted his <laughs> yeah. Slobby Robbie style. Yeah. And, dude, it's the dumbest show on Netflix, but I am I am addicted to it, man. <laughs> I'm going to have to watch it, but... It's like, for anyone, just a quick side note, it's like Pawn Stars, but the guy sells like 90s jerseys and stuff at a store. He just overprices everything, and he's a wild dude. Yeah, we do have... Uh, we do have uh, some people chiming in saying Shenmue could be a letdown. Could, what? What Shenmue? Guess what? Shenmue was a letdown. Well, first of all, you follow up. <laughs> you should let me finish reading no, this because no. it does say that they are a fan of those games. <laughs> Shenmue three is probably never coming out, and it's going to be an immense letdown. And then they used my line that I was going to use on you, which I'm super glad they did. I'm going to throw my own prom with blackjack and hookers. Absolutely. Um, but no, so, so who is this? over the Steve. Over the Steve. Sorry, I, I'm half blind here. The, the TV's a little far, far away to read text on. <laughs> but um, Shenmue. They can't be serious. They are. Well, they did say, hey, Shenmue could oh. be let down. The old ones were always clunky, and they're right. Yeah. But Shenmue, original Shenmue on the Dreamcast, was groundbreaking. Shenmue reached too far. There's a difference. There's a difference. <laughs> Which was groundbreaking. Death Stranding's about to do the same thing. Groundbreaking. I played a lot of Shenmue. Mind <laughs> you, I got nowhere because I just sat in the bar and played the mini games inside the bar, but it was cool that I could play games inside of games. It was Inception before Inception. Shenmue was ahead of its time. and Thank you. And I just, now is a time where Shenmue could flourish, but it's made by Sega. And when was the last time Sega did anything right? That's my big thing about this. Uh, this they just- did Sonic Mania. They didn't really do Sonic <laughs> Mania, and you know that we've talked about that. Uh, if, if there's ever a time for Shenmue to be successful, it is now. But I, as a as a brand, I think I think it's so outdated. I don't think any, I don't think anyone's going to buy that game. I think the thing about Shenmue Three, and, and this was over, over the Steve did mention this. Playing one, and I did play two. I didn't finish two, but. People, the fans of Shenmue just want the story to be finished. They want, they want yeah. closure, and they want this. You know, if three really does turn it into a trilogy and ends it, then great. Like, let's get that out there for those for that select group that is a Shenmue fan that will enjoy it for what it is. I'm not saying it's going to be, you know, a triple A Hollywood sell millions and millions of copies. No, I don't, I don't think it will, but. There's definitely people out there that want it, and and it does. It is. He's right. You know, yeah, there's people that want Jaws Unleashed too, like me. That doesn't yeah. mean it's a good idea. All I'm saying is he's right to be very. He he's putting it on the concerned list. <laughs> Absolutely. He's, putting it it, on the, he's it not saying be. it's. He's not saying it's the hype zone. He's putting it on the very okay. concerned list. Okay, you're you're right to do that, and I'm sorry if I was a little bit mean about Shenmue. <laughs> I'll I'll own that. <laughs> All I'm right. in a very negative mood today. Everything's <laughs> stupid to me. You today. are. Wow. Yeah. So okay. Let's uh, let's just throw out one each. What is the 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 just the show goes sideways? We never saw this coming. What happens at E3 this year that just blows our mind? Completely out of left field. What the hell Com- happened? Man, just a complete. Never saw it coming. I, mean, I have mine if you want a few few minutes. Yeah, go ahead and okay. do yours. Mine is very far out there because this company does not do these th- this type of thing. They're not Sega. So Nintendo releases the new Switch at E3. 
I if that was to happen, Nintendo see, seeing an opening here where PlayStation's not taking the step up. Yes, Xbox is there, but there's a very good relationship between the two. Could they say, here's the Switch Mini or here's the Switch Pro? Oh, also, here's a like. Here, okay, let's just up the ante. They do it at with Microsoft at an event because then they also show off Xbox Live integration with the Switch, which we know is something that they've been talking about. So that would blow me away because I don't expect it at all. I don't think it's going to happen. But that would be amazing. So my my big thing, which knowing who I am and the games I play, you wouldn't think I would be really excited about this. But if this happened, I'd be wildly more excited than I than I can understand why I would be. Let's say your idea. Let's say your prediction's right. We we get that Switch Pro or new Switch. Plus, or whatever, yeah. whatever they would call it, the new Nintendo Switch. Let's say we get that. God, I hope they don't do that again. With stupid branding, uh, I don't know why I'd be so excited about this. But when they show that off, and the thing that they have hung over, oh, the, the oh, one more thing is the Master Chief Collection. The Master Chief Collection on the Switch, on the Switch Pro. Oh shit! Yeah, that'd be wild. Like, I, I've barely. I own a copy of Halo Two. I've never put it in my Xbox. Yeah, I played a bunch of Halo Two and Three with you for like I don't know three months. We went ham when Halo Three came out, and, and I've done a couple land parties. But like, I don't have a relationship with Halo. Yeah. But that being portable and being on Switch, it would be just be such like a groundbreaking thing since we've seen this relationship develop with Nintendo. That would be like a. Holy crap! No one would have saw that coming. That is a blindside. That's a a big play. That would be wild. Yeah, that and it does play into Microsoft's statements that they that they want to put their franchises out on and on new platforms. Um, and yeah, that would be that'd be crazy. Even if it's not the full Master Chief Collection, even if it's like a here's a Port Halo of one, one, two, and three. Halo one, two, and three with multiplayer functionality where we could sit at lunch and actually play like play multiplayer yeah. that would be insane be so cool yeah that that that's so, a good one but it's a prediction that yes i have i have no grounds to base this on yeah but it doesn't it doesn't seem like it's some wild fantasy at this current state it's, of the relationship between the two companies it's out there because we know the company of that is nintendo and and how they they aren't that swing for the fences necessarily group uh, all the time, so that's what puts it out there. Is it doable? It's fully, it's very doable, and and the way they've been acting with Microsoft recently is not like Nintendo. So they're already kind of leaning away from what's the ordinary. So yeah, I think that's true. Um, you know, the, my other, all my other ones would revolve around Sony, and because they're not re- supposedly releasing anything. I just don't believe that it would happen. Like, we're not going to see a pro controller get announced because we're not getting a PS5 announcement. Again, supposedly, the shocker would be if we got the PS5 announcement. And which, at that point, I think, actually, I hope they don't do that because then it looks bad on their part because they got scared. They came up and they said, we're not going to be there. We're not going to have a show. We're not going to talk about PS5. We're going to do it all on our own thing later on. And then all of a sudden they do it. It looks like they they... They they pulled back all their statements because they were scared. Absolutely, and I, that works against them. So so let's just hope they stick to their guns and do what they say they're going to do. Because I think if they change now, it's too late, and it actually works against you at that point. I still would be excited to see it, 
But I think overall, it just doesn't give you a good appearance as a brand. I don't know. So, all right. Well, there's some uh, some E3, you know, uh, talk and just predictions and 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 wild theories. But we're very excited to get into the E3, and and we're I'm kind of excited because it's so chaotic that what in a day here, in like one day. We're already going to be kind of starting E3. Yeah. Nintendo's going to kick it off, and then we're going to roll into uh, Microsoft's going to do their thing before E3 rolls out. We, we're now being told Google's going to do their thing before E3 rolls. So we're going to have plenty to talk about. And, uh, you know, hopefully during the actual E3 window, we get some, some, uh, some news because it seems like it's all going to happen beforehand. But we'll see. All right. So up next, uh, you know, we are going to talk a little bit about the Pokemon press conference that was broadcast uh, in Japanese last week. And they did have a, an English translator, but this was really directed at the Japanese market um, more than it was the North American market. It was sort of something that happened on the quiet. You just didn't hear a lot about it. And all of a sudden, like, oh, there's this Pokemon press conference. But it was advertised as the future the of future Pokemon. Of Pokemon. And in, in some regards, so, I mean, uh, the, the news is big, game changing. Actually, the news exists. It's game changing, though. Uh, as a fan of Pokemon, did mind it, blown? Did it move the needle on yeah. for me at all? It broke the needle. The needle's fucking gone. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> you, okay, you're just doing this because I picked on Shenmue. No, man. Yeah, man. I'm, you're hi- I'm your hype no, man No, for this. man. You're doing this because I was mean horns. to Shenmue. No, you're doing this because I was mean to Shenmue and I was mean to Kojima. <laughs> no. I've been mean I'm all day and you're trying to be mean What back. you're looking at right now, I am the most excited. Actually, this is it. Th- tell me more about this at E3 and I am in. Because I, I one one part of this I enjoy as a game. The other part of it I really enjoy as part of my life. You know, we'll t- we'll come back to that. We'll circle back around. <laughs> yeah, we gotta so, save it for last because so it's epic. Grimm's been really teasing the hell out of this. They announced that there is now a uh, Pokemon Plus Plus. I think it has a stupid. That's, po- it, that's yeah. its name. You got it right. It's a really stupid name. It's like the Pokeball Plus for Pokemon Go or the Pokemon Plus like wristband thing for Pokemon Go. Right, but this one's the plus plus. This was the plus plus because Nintendo's incapable of naming things. <laughs> I just want to meet the people that come that do the naming. Like, well, they're toddlers. <laughs> they're, yeah, they don't even speak. They're like, what did they say? I think they said plus plus. Good enough. Write it on the board. <laughs> Write it up, boys. So the Pokemon plus plus has all the functionality of the, the Pokemon plus, uh, but it it's it's added for the <laughs> the new mode that is coming to Pokemon Go. The Pokemon Plus Plus has everything that the Pokemon Plus had, plus new stuff, new features that are compatible with the new a new mode coming to Pokemon Go. <laughs> it is the opposite of leaving your home and walking around and finding Pokemon. Yeah, this is called Pokemon. Sleep. Yeah! <laughs> Pokemon sleep, baby! Give it to me! Rewarding you for a good night's rest where you wake up and assumably there's Pokemon you've caught because you had this thing laying in your bed while you slept. They actually like show it like under your pillow, don't they? Yeah. Yeah, like it's not giving your brain cancer. I was about to say, yeah, it's wirelessly connected. It's not it's not, you know, cooking your brain at all. So it's actually reconfiguring your brain. 
to be obsessed, more obsessed with Pokemon. Yeah, they're actually altering our thoughts. They're like, oh, I need, oh, I need to go to sleep so I can get more Wait, Pokemon. Hold on, Deadite's not dreaming about Snorlax. That's gonna change, man. All of a sudden, I'm just having wild dreams, and there's haunters doing dream eaters on me while I'm sleeping. Yeah, uh, but and so, haunters doing other things to you while you're sleeping too. So Pokemon Go. <laughs> Has taken over people's lives, and now they're trying Especially to take, take your at. I, <laughs> I guess I still have it on my phone. Right. I've played it twice since I downloaded it in November. He's in um, denial. He doesn't even remember. <laughs> that's how that's how altered his brain is. So now you you can play Pokemon Go without doing anything but at all. Tell me how it works. You know, I wasn't paying that close attention. You like sleep, and there's Pokemon when you wake up. I don't think they actually tell us. Yeah, I don't think they did. I think the answer is I think the answer is I have no fucking clue. (laughs) So (laughs) buy this thing, stick it under your pillow, and enjoy. And you get rewards for being in Pokemon Go. So it's an interesting idea to encourage people to sleep more. But I, I guess does it work? Is this marketed at children or teenagers? Like. As an adult, do you need to be told like, oh, if you go to sleep, you might you'll get more Pokemon in the morning? Is that the motivating you to sleep or pump, is survival motivating pump, you to sleep? Pump the brakes here, Mr. Mr. I'm an adult. How many adults wear some sort of fitness band around their wrist that actually tracks sleeping habits? The answer is millions. You you make a good point. Yeah, so I mean it's already a thing that that Fitbit and whoever else have tried to make popular as far as like, hey, track how well you're sleeping. Do you toss and turn a lot at night? Blah, blah, blah. So now instead of that, hey, Pokemon sleep. Here's a fun way to track your sleeping habits for grown people. But yeah, also maybe kids are into it because they, you know, they already put their teeth that fall out of their mouth under the bed for the tooth fairy. So why not catch the Pokemon while you're at it? But sleeping is fun in its own right. <laughs> when you're old. But for young people, you have to have a reason to sleep. Otherwise, you stay up at night playing on your iPad or your iPhone, you know, catch a Pokemon all night. It's true. So so to, to cycle back to our earlier comment, you talked about this is something that you're like, yeah, sleep. You are the adult I know that sleeps the least. Because <laughs> I'm like, oh, you and maybe invalid. Like, Because I can't catch Pokemon while I we, sleep until now. We get to work and I'm like, man, I'm tired. I went to bed at like 10.45 last night. You're like, yeah, I was up till 2.30 playing Apex. I'm like, what? <laughs> and how are you at work? <laughs> yeah, It's 7 a.m. How are you here? Yeah, no, it's not healthy at all. So are you, so you're excited about this. Are you going to get this so you can actually get some, some damn sleep? No. Treat yourself right and rest. No, this is too. This is too much for me. You burn your candle at two at both ends. Candle's gone, man. <laughs> the needle's off the rail. <laughs> I have no idea how you function. You're like, yeah, I got like two and a half hours of sleep. Let's work. I'm well, like, well, you, you. I mean, you haven't really realized it yet, but I actually tattooed eyeballs on my ah. eyelids. I'm sleeping most of the day at work. You've probably mastered that micro nap technique where you take like thirty second naps in the middle of the day, and it keeps you from going into a coma. Actually, yes, I do that quite often. I just thought it was me fought, like being exhausted, but maybe it is micro naps. Yeah, maybe, you're maybe a, I've a just adapted. Napper. I've adapted. Yeah. So, so that's one of the one of the things that was announced. Pokemon Sleep. Sure, you know, like I, why not? That's the way I look at Pokemon Sleep. I guess, like, why not? I just look at it like, and I know this is the Pokemon company. This isn't necessarily Nintendo, but it like I obviously just like stick it right with Nintendo, and I go, well, they fucking did Labo, and people seem to somehow still like Labo, and they did it like they do it over and over again, where you look at something, you go, that's fucking stupid, and then it sells millions, and you're like, well, 
That's why I'm not rich and you are. Like, <laughs> I just know they were sitting around a meeting. It's like, okay, so people play Pokemon Go when they're like out of the house. <laughs> no, they're but like, when's the only time they're not? They're not playing. Well, they're sleeping. Huh. Well, I mean, how they do, we do a lot of shit. They, <laughs> I mean, yeah. How do we? How do we control their minds while they're sleeping? Dude, this is why. It's a little creepy. Our actually. brains are all going to be total mush. Like we're being warped by yeah. the technology industry. It's very creepy in the sense that, like, I don't know. You think about how your phones and everything listen. Like right now, we're doing this whole show, and our phone listens to everything that we're saying. And so all of a sudden, you like pull up a. Oh, brow- I just got a notification. Interested in Google Stadia? <laughs> right. Oh, thanks, right. Pixel. Exactly. Exactly. Like I've had that happen <laughs> Turn in so Friday many times. Yeah. So now you have this little box that's just like I don't know, tracking your sleep underneath your pillow. It's just, it's just weird. I don't. I'm not okay with it. I think, uh, I think it's a little too much. And I also don't understand how it works because, like, example, around my house, there are no Pokemon. So me putting this thing under my bed, how does it change that for Pokemon Go? It'll draw is them it, in. Is it like, yeah, is it like an incense where it draws Pokemon and then I catch 400 stupid Caterpie while I'm sleeping and then my box you is never full? never sleep that long. It's and, not possible. And then, my, and then my box is full, so I wake up and, like, I missed, like, all these cool Pokemon because I have 400 Caterpie now. You're asking really hard questions about a game I've never played. I need answers. <laughs> I don't know hardly anything about Pokemon Go. <sighs> okay. Anyways, what else we got? Uh, Pokemon Masters, which is uh, sort of a, a greatest hits game coming to the mobile platform. Ooh, your favorite platform. You know, this game actually looked relatively interesting. So it's taking some of your favorite trainers from the games and anime and putting you against them in battles. And this looks like it's a little bit more... Uh, technique or battle base than Pokemon Go, uh, but they still didn't go a lot into what this game is going to be or what the gameplay is really going to be like, or they showed off one battle, uh, but a lot of it was about you know showing you some of your favorite characters are going to be in the game. Um, I want to know more about this. I, I legitimately am interested because maybe this is the first Pokemon mobile game that really gets me into it. Just because, again, Pokemon Go just isn't that fun to me. It's it's okay. I, I've hated it for a long time. I recently tried getting back into it, and I was like, okay, I, I get it, but it's still kind of dumb. This at least looks like a game uh, that I that's something I could get behind, but I need to know more about it. And it will be fun battling these trainers from the history of the series. Yeah, but it's a mobile game. So, like, microtransactions... And just that, like, oh, you can do three battles a day unless you give me five ninety nine. Then you can do five battles a day. Yeah, but I won't even do. I'll do like one battle a day. See, so. I don't believe that because it's Pokemon. This is that game that could. This is that game that like you won't pay for it. I'm not saying you will. What I'm saying is, if you get three matches a day before like you run out of crystals, and then you have to pay nine ninety nine for more crystals so that you can buy Pokemon food, so that you can feed the Pokemon that gives you the coins, so that you can have more battles, because that's how microtransactions work, right? They yeah. Just get you dug into this stupid fucking cycle. But anyways, sorry, I'm, I'm playing fucking Candy Crush right now. Um, no, my problem is that you'll play three matches and you'll time out at, by like I don't know eight forty seven a.m. At, at, at work, and then you'll bitch the rest of the day that this app is stupid as hell until the next day where you'll play three matches again and I'll be like and then what happens God, to- this game has ruined my friend what happens on the third day 
I delete it. I don't see. <laughs> I straight up remove it from my phone. The I'm like, difference I'm done with is, this. is that this is it, what was that last Pokemon game that came out? Quest. Was, yeah, it was, was that the one where just like fucking Pokemon vibrated around the, the land? I downloaded it, <laughs> launched it, deleted it, and you guys played a bunch of it. And I didn't like, no. play a bunch of it. Some of us played a bunch of it. In I proportion a to me, bit. you played an entire lifetime. <laughs> But I mean, this is not that, and so it looks like it's more than that. Yeah, and so I worry that this is going to only anger you with the way that they cause limitations and, and paywalls and stuff like that. That that's what I'm worried about. I don't want to see your heart broken. You know, I don't have a heart left to break. Um, <laughs> the last two things that were shown off in Until this Pokemon does it in this uh, Detective Pikachu is uh, having a sequel sent to the Nintendo Switch. Yeah, this is cool. I'm so excited. That is cool. I didn't play Detective Pikachu because it came out on the 3DS after I had sort of moved on. I let uh, Metroid Samus Returns be kind of my swan song for being into the 3DS. That doesn't mean I don't still play my 3DS. Yeah. But when it came to buying full price new titles, that, that was the end of the line for me. That was the yep. last game that I put the Switch down, said I want to play Metroid. Um, everything after that that's released on the Switch, I, I haven't had a remote interest in because it just... At least on 3DS. You said Switch. Oh, yeah. Sorry, on 3DS. So Detective Pikachu on Switch, maybe if it ties into the movie somehow, I could see me potentially being interested in playing it. So I played some of Detective Pikachu, and but the problem, I had the same problem, was it was hard for me to invest time into the 3DS when all I wanted to really do was play the Switch. So I I played a little bit, and I enjoyed the parts I played, and and then I just got thrown back into something on the Switch that I was playing almost daily you know with you with dead eye at lunch or something like that so but my whole thing is that that game put on the switch yes i i would be 100 percent in because it's unique it was very unique uh it had that aspect of pokemon but it also had a uniqueness to it being the detective pikachu aspect um yeah i'm i'd be on board i i, re- I really like that they're uh continuing that that series on the switch and then the last thing, which is the the most exciting thing, it, it is more a, exciting than Pokemon Sleep. Man, you're Sick. crazy. You're right. You're, you're right. crazy, bro. I'll, we don't you're even nuts, need to talk bro. about. It. Let's move on Pokemon to the next sleep, subject, bro. Uh, a a sign that a new generation of Pokemon is upon us. The Pokemon Bank has received a full facelift, and it's now called Pokemon Home. Yeah, you're gonna be able to transfer your Pokemon from 3ds. What? Pokemon Go, what? Pokemon Let's Go, and Sword and Shield, and all keep them in one place to store your entire collection of Pokemon. So, like, it's they finally updated it. <laughs> they finally made it not a system from 1995. Come on, the Pokemon Bank wasn't that bad. The bank was pretty bad. No, how was the Pokemon Bank bad? I don't know. I just feel like every every step to get the Pokemon Bank to work was just stupid. No way. Yeah, because there was like, one specific box you could load all your Pokemon into. Stupid. And upload them right to the bank. It was a transfer box. Mm. Yeah. It also came out like five years ago. Yeah, no, I know. And it felt archaic, so I'm happy that they updated it. Well, you don't know that this won't be archaic. Don't go. It'll don't be go. less archaic. You don't know that. It could be more archaic because Pokemon Go is involved. So my big question about this, one, it's awesome. Now now I need to go back and play more of Pokemon Let's Go now that I know that these Pokemon 
can be moved over to Pokemon Home and potentially moved into Sword and Shield. Uh, but I am curious. Again, the stats, and there are some differences between Pokemon Go, Pokemon Let's Go, and the traditional Pokemon series. Is the Are we going to have another... Uh, conversion algorithm that we don't understand or know when they convert to Sword and Shield or convert to being a traditional Pokemon game? Are they not going to be able to fully go back and forth in certain ways? Um, I, I'm really interested know, to know that. It's just a random roll. Yeah. You got a really nice Pokemon over here and you're going to throw it over there? Best of luck, man. Best of luck. I hope that's not true. Don't roll a one. Oh, man. <laughs> but, uh, you know, again, this is just... It is the it is the foundation. It is laying the groundwork for what we are getting in the fall, and that's a new generation of Pokemon. And that actually has me excited. Unlike Pokemon Sleep, Pokemon po- Sleep, Pokemon Masters off the Richter scale. It's so it's so exciting. Yeah, just knowing that we're being set up for a true Pokemon experience. Really, it's not even Pokemon Sleep. It's really it's all about the Pokemon Plus Plus. God, dude, I genius. did. I did pre-order one. <laughs> pre-order one i pre-order three <laughs> but that that's a, that's a little update about pokemon if you want to talk pokemon hop in our discord hop in the nintendo chat of course the gamezilla podcast sub channel is a great place to talk about uh pokemon and happy to have that conversation with you and uh you know hey if you want to get in the discord and uh start a fight with me go for it i've been extra mean today so i deserve all the hate that you have for me well, there's plenty of hate going on on Twitch and Facebook. We're I'm live. Not gonna, we're live every I'm Monday not, night. I'm not going to read any of this. So you got to get the Discord show. and tag me. Put me on blast. Yeah, I'm just reminding people that we're live on the show. That's all. Yeah, it's cool. And they can stop by and say hi. Stop by. Put yeah. me on blast. Yeah. Call me a dummy. Plenty of people doing that. That's so. fine. They're not right. wrong. <laughs> all right. Well, that's been the news. Well, no, we got to do the Patreon news topic. Is the Patreon news topic really a news topic? It's not. So, I mean, you could say, like, this has been our attack on the news for these topics and much more. Please visit GameZoneMenu.com. That's your line. I'm not going to take your line. But you said that's been the news, so I thought you were going down that road. That's been the news. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> GameZoneMenu.com. <laughs> All right. Anyways, our Patreon news topic. That was too loud. I'm sorry. <laughs> I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> I'm off the rails today. <laughs> All right. Uh, so uh, we left Deadite in charge once again for Patreon. I know I said I'd never do it again, but we did it again. You really need to. <laughs> I'm glad you're taking responsibility I, and owning yeah, the fact you I said am you wouldn't up do it. to it. I said I wouldn't do it, and here we are. But I think he did a good job this week. And, yeah! uh, you know, we, uh, we're basically going to talk about we're, ha- we're about halfway through the year. Uh, already here in 2019, so we want to talk about the the best games so far in 2019 uh, for us as far as what we've been able to enjoy or what we have enjoyed the most. I'd like to point out that this was the, these this came from a suggestion in the Gamezilla channel in our Discord because we knew there was a chance it was going to be a slow news day, being that E3 is upon us. Yeah, a lot of times the news slows down, so we threw out there in our channel, like, hey. Or is there anything that's not necessarily news related you want us to cover or talk about? And, you know, this was one of the suggestions. So we decided to run with it and you voted for it. So here we yeah. are. And like, so, I mean, one that they really, really wanted was Truth or Dare. So I'm not even going to say tr- or, Truth or Dare, did I? Truth. Truth. Have you ever shoved a rumble pack up your ass? No. I don't know. That's not what your sister told me. She doesn't know. Well, she did live right next door to you for a long time. Listen. Some weird how, would it, how would it even work 
if it was inserted <laughs> in your anus, it doesn't have the activity of the controller. The controller's attached to it still. Oh. Yeah. If you think about Nintendo 64, you know, like, I mean, I think it's doable. Yeah, you can sit on it. Yeah. 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 How did it feel? Anyways, <laughs> this is why we didn't do Truth or Dare for the people that recommended it in the Discord. Because they would have gone down that road. <laughs> they got real dicey. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but no, so uh, it was a recommendation of it. Halfway through the year, what's the best game so far? And we did tweak it a little bit. Uh, we want to talk about our biggest disappointment so far uh, in the gaming industry. So you want me to lead off with uh, with my answers? Or how do, how do you want to do this? I'd like to start off with my disappointment. You're, you want to start off with a disappointment? Okay. Or do you want to start with, okay, I'm, I'm, I think I'm derailing. What do you want? What no, do you want? no, I want it. Disappointment. Give okay, it here's me. my disappointment. Besides me making bad life decisions and not playing Spider-Man yet. Yeah, that's a Which good, is a fair disappointment yeah, on myself. That should be your disappointment. You know, I was, <laughs> I was also, I was really excited for a video game, and I told myself, let me wait. Let me not buy it at launch. Let me see how this pans oh, out. We're still talking about Spider-Man. That's good. And I, I dodged a bullet, I think. I was very excited for Anthem, and then I didn't buy it, and then it ended up being real sloppy, and no one plays it anymore, and I'm glad I didn't spend $60 on it. Yeah, you basically watched all your friends burn. Like, you sat there on the sidelines and just watched us all just incinerate ourselves, and you didn't do anything. You know... You didn't do anything. You know, some sometimes... Can help us? Sometimes you have the opportunity to fight someone like a man and use your hands, and sometimes you just lob arrows at them like a little girl. Uh, listen to Noobs and Dragons, last week's episode. Uh, you damn well know why I did that. <laughs> uh, you know, it, Low blow, man. Low blow. I thought Anthem looked like it was going to be a really fun experience, and I think you would tell me it was a really fun experience, but I thought... I, we looked at it going, this is the game that the GameZilla community is going to rally around, like Destiny 1. Destiny 1 was the GameZilla media game. Yeah. Full squad, all the time, always hype. The boys were always on. It was awesome. And we thought this game was going to be the revival of that, and it wasn't. And that's disappointing to me because I thought it was going to be, but I also knew better than to spend $60 hoping that this game would revive that aspect of our community and, uh, you know, it was just disappointing. And I, it's hard to be disappointed by a game you never played, but I guess, nonetheless, here I am. Yeah, you you have uh, over over the Steve here, it says, um, the flying was fun, but everything else was meh. And you have Dan uh, Dan Mapes in there saying the uh, same regarding Anthem. He, they, they agree with you. It's a, it's a good disappointment. My disappointment of the, of the year... Will probably be the Dead Eye hasn't played Spider Man yet. I really thought you were going to say your disappointment of 2019 was look around. It's just the two of us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my disappointment is GameZilla Media. No, I'm just kidding. Ouch. <laughs> um, no, I mean, Anthem obviously is up there, but since you picked it, I don't want to like just keep keep on the train there. Anthem has been uh, has been a disappointment. I, I would have followed that up with. Um, I haven't had many games where glitches and stuff actually affected me and like bro and like ruined the game ruined the game for me. You read about them, you hear about like save glitches that to corrupt your files and all that stuff. It just it just doesn't seem to happen to me. So when I bought Rage 2 thinking it was gonna hold me over until Borderlands came out, I was really excited. You know, a Bethesda game that like I could get into that was big big and open and 
Listen to this guy. I thought a Bethesda game wasn't going to be buggy. No, no, I didn't think. I didn't think that it wouldn't be buggy. I think it. Would, I didn't think it would affect me. Like I know everything that comes from Bethesda is buggy. I didn't think I would actually like completely, <laughs> completely and utterly break the game yeah. and make me lose my progression. And 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 because of it, install fear in me to play the game again, in fear that I would lose that progression again, which then just just rips time of my life away from me. So I just stopped playing the game. It just it literally killed the game for me. That I'm like, yeah, you know what? It might be fun, and I and I am curious about how this is gonna go down, but I just can't afford to invest the little bit of free time that I have into your game when I can't even for sure, when I, all I'm going to wonder is the, when's the next time I fall through the ground into oblivion and lose all that progression. And I'm not going to sit there and save every three seconds before someone's like, we'll just save a bunch. I'm not my wife. Have you sold that game back yet? I have not. Huh? No, I still, that's the it's thing. It's still getting, that's it's still thing. losing value yeah, every that's, minute. That's the thing. I still, like, I still have my launch day, um, and, and this is why. You got to have hope, right? You got to, you got to believe. <laughs> I still have my launch day, um, No Man's Sky, and look how that game's bounced back. Yeah, that was a really hot four days you played No Man's Sky again before you bailed on uh, it. It was four and a half, okay? Four and a half. <laughs> you see, it was four and a late night. <laughs> yeah, and a, yeah, exactly. But, um... <laughs> No, so yeah, Rage 2 was a game that, uh, as far as it got good reviews, people seem to like it, but I just can't, uh, I can't believe in the game in fear that if I put time into it, it's just going to uh, fail on me again. And, and anytime I get that sense of uh, when I'm wait, like, I don't want to say wait, I guess, yeah, it's a sense of wasting time. Anytime I'm playing something and that happens, or I, get, I get irritated and I'm not having fun. I instantly look at it and go, man, I put, you know, just I just spent an hour or two hours or even more playing this game and I'm more aggravated, I'm frustrated, I'm not like relaxed, I'm not having fun. Like, and I then I instantly like spiral into this, like, I gotta go to work in six hours. And like, and it just, it just turns into a shitty situation that I'm like, all right, this is not the game I should be playing right now. That's, that's Rage 2. Yeah. All right. Best thing so far, 2019. Go for it. Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat. Mostly. Uh, I, I, You know, I'm just, I'm thinking it through, and got to play my music. Oh, got to bring the track in. It is probably the only new release game I've bought in the last six months. I'm trying to think if, uh, if there's been a new game that is a 2019 release game that I've bought that isn't Mortal Kombat. I bought some old games on sale. I've played a lot of Rocket League, but I think this is the only one that was that was my new release. But I have had an immense amount of fun with the game. I do really like it. Uh, I will admit I've taken a couple weeks off. I need to get back into it. Uh, there were points where you, the game gets stressful because it is hard. You get you do online fights or you're doing those tower at times. There is a stress level involved because I, I don't know if it's because I'm not good or because I care about both, getting the loot. Uh, but um, I have a lot of fun when I am playing. It does create an element of stress. I, I like to play fighting games. I like to do half hour to 40 minute sessions. And I found right when the game came out, it was like all night. That's all I was playing. Uh, so I'm, I'm excited to start having some short sessions, doing some towers, and, and just working on the game more. But I have really enjoyed it, and it's lived up to all the hype that I had. Yeah, I got to jump back on the Mortal Kombat bandwagon. I had uh, worked my way all the way up to, like, I think, 70, 
3% of the trophies. I was I was really enjoying the game and decided I was going to start aiming towards the uh, platinum. And then I kind of just fell off uh, and, and got back into Le League of Legends. I bought a new Oof. computer monitor and that really s just ruined everything where now I just, now it's like PC Master Race all over again. Woof. Yeah. When you see this monitor though, man, it's just... I know. I'm going to go look at this monitor Whew. after the show. Man, that's good. All right, so uh, my game of the year so far is it's um it's pretty easy. I think everyone could probably guess it. It's just based off of the amount of time I put into it and how much fun and uh, how obsessed I got with the battle royale scene again because of it. And that is Apex Legends. So respawn surprisingly released this game, and it has just. It consumed me for so long and now I'm like taking breaks from it and I'm playing other things and I go back and I like I actually haven't played Apex Legends in a little while but you still gotta look at I'm looking at this six month period and I'm looking at the fact of like yeah out of, out of this time since February when it came out there's no other game I've put more time in than this and it's because I really enjoy it even when I'm not winning on a personal just a personal per round um, I'm enjoying the sniping. I'm enjoying the fights, and I'm enjoying hunting for the, you know, or, um, grinding for the legendary items and stuff like that. The battle pass has been a disappointment, but already what they're setting up for season two has me ready to jump right back in with the uh, with the next battle pass. So I just I like it. It's not Fortnite, and I, I think you know to me it feels it kind of feels like what Fortnite was before it blew up. Everybody loved PUBG. And I liked Fortnite because Fortnite was a little bit more fun. It was different. It had the building aspect to it where where I just didn't PUBG bug me because I was like, I don't want to lay in the grass for 30 minutes and hope that no one runs me over while I wait to like kill one guy. I, you know, and so that's what Respawn did with Apex was it's this you drop in and there's not really camping. There's not like it is just guns blazing, try to survive. And, and it's just fun. I just find it to be super enjoyable. Um, game, of the, game of the year so far for me. And yeah, I, uh, I look forward to season two of, the, of uh, Apex Legends. Nice. So there you go. That's our Patreon news topic. That's our highs and lows of 2016. Uh, 2016. 2019 next, so far. Next week we cover 2015. We're gonna go backwards until we were so young we didn't play video games. Man, what if we did? What if we looked up games and did a retrospective? That could be a fun thing for us to do for Patreon. I think pick a year in gaming and go back and talk about it. The pro Well, yeah, you could do that. But if you actually went backwards and you what you did, you tried your hardest to actually pick a game that you played that year, right? Yeah. Is that what you would notice is that our taste gets worse and worse and worse as we get younger. Not mine. I don't know. I Has don't it know. ever? Actually, it's, actually, it's not better than actually, it was. Actually, this would be a really. We should probably do this as like maybe a Patreon special. Yeah. Because I think what you would happen is that actually yours would get better and mine would get worse. I really. That's my prediction. Mine goes backwards into like becoming like a Madden. Yeah, 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 yeah. And like a so nothing against SOCOM. I like SOCOM, but like when you look at the games, I was like Need for Speed, Madden, F FIFA. Like there was no Legend of Zelda. There was no RPGs. There were no like it was all like sports games. It was like oh, when we're done playing Madden, we're gonna play NHL, and we're done playing NHL, we're gonna play NFL Street. Well, that's back when you were a real gamer. No, that's back Not when I was a fake. 
fake game. Now you're just trying to please please the the high nerd society with you know yeah. claiming to play refined games. Yeah, be I true have a to refined palette now. Yeah. <sighs> Anyways, be true to yourself. It would be interesting because as you, right now you are that trash gamer that likes to play you know Fight Club, Jaws Unleashed, Johnny Mosley downhill skiing on the Game Boy Advance. Like those are your main games. It's called Johnny Mosley Mad Tricks. Yeah, <laughs> right on the on on the Game Boy Advance, but. Anyways, like those are your main games, but then as you go backwards, you're like you're that you're that like that Legend of Zelda guy. You're 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 yeah. you're that like it, that's what I mean. Like you go back and you play real games when you were a kid, not shovelware like you do now. Yeah, <laughs> it'd be an it'd be an interesting trek to to go back in time. It would take some time, but I would actually like to try to try to do that. Where we could, I mean, easily pick uh, yearly game release lists, and yeah. we could go through and be like, "Yep, that was the game." That's that, what I played that year. Yeah, that would be interesting. Um, let, let's see. We might we might need some help um, gathering all that data. I know I know a few people that like that type of work. Chops. <laughs> but that has been our Patreon uh, poll pick of the week. Again, it wasn't quite a news story, but hopefully had a little bit of fun getting our, our quick retrospective. None of that probably was real surprising. <laughs> uh, I think that was all pretty standard, but, I mean, you know, that's what they voted on. That's what so, you, you got so, what you got. So that's what we talk about. All right. Well, um, that was our attack on the news. For these topics and much more, visit gameslimity.com. It's time for a Zilla update. Yeah. It's real quiet. I know. I brought it down for the Mortal Kombat music to be quiet. And now I'm just going to slowly bring it in. Ugh. That was for the fans. See, I do those types of things and you yell at me. And you do them and you're like, man, that's gold. Because I, see, <laughs> I do falling with style. I'm like Buzz Lightyear, okay? Oh, <laughs> uh, Zilla update here. We're going to. My incompetence is charming, okay? Don't don't think for a single second that's not true. Something like that. What do you got for Zilla update? So Farty pants. I'm more burpy than farty today, even though I did almost poop my pants on my way to work. Exactly, morning. yeah. That's maybe why you're not farty today, is because you're you you scared yourself. No, straight. I got to work and it was like full on empty it out. <laughs> Back the dump truck up. Anyways. So I didn't play a lot of things that weren't Rocket League this week. And in fact, I don't think I played anything that wasn't Rocket League this week. So, I put a little bit of the time I would have spent playing video games into a project that I am embarrassed is in the state that it's in. Roughly four years ago, I bought, and this is when I was a poor radio DJ with no money. I spent the little money I had to buy parts to build my own bar top mm. arcade cabinet. Yep. Yep. And I got it going. And then I, I ran into some hurdles that because I lived in an apartment two hours away from all my friends and family, I didn't have room to work on this project, nor did I have the tools to finish this project. Uh, you know, got married, the parts got all put in my parents' attic and flash forward to this uh, this last couple weeks where I went over to my parents and crawled up in the attic and I got my arcade parts and I started putting time into figuring out what I need to do to get this thing functional. So uh, I sort of mocked, mocked it together, figured out how I'm going to put it together, realized I need to order two more buttons. I think I found a monitor that size-wise could work because... The issue is it, it, the actual cabinet is 18 inches wide on the inside. 
so I can't buy like an 18.5 inch monitor, which is a really common size, but I can buy a four by three aspect ratio, 16 inch monitor, which isn't what I want. Uh, so <laughs> I found one 17.6 inch wide monitor, which means it is like an 18 on the diagonal. There's like one on Amazon and I'm like, well, I guess I hope this fits in my machine. I got to order that this week. So I'm getting it together. I got my Raspberry Pi uh, wasn't working right. I found out at some point when I was showing it to someone, I had ejected the micro SD card and it didn't seat back in there right. So it wasn't booting uh, okay. over the last couple of days. So yeah. like, I got it booting today. Uh, I got it fired back up and I, I, I'm excited to, to continue my work on this. Now that I I feel like I have the space and I'm, I'm going full board into it. I'd like to have this done. And I realize it doesn't have to be perfect. I'd like to, I'm already dreaming up like other arcade related projects that I would like to do. I just, I need to get this one finished. So I have that sense of accomplishment because I don't want it to be this hundred dollar pile of wood that I never, never did anything with. Yeah, I'm super excited that you're back to it because I remember back when you when you started this project and I was like, oh, cool, like this is awesome that you're going to do this. And then it just kind of faded out. Well, I've already started thinking that, you know, what we need here in the basement and maybe what we need for a product to put out there for GameZilla is the story of you and I building a custom GameZilla arcade cabinet. Ooh, okay. Bright right. red, black trim, custom GameZilla marquee that you design. But full size, right? Full size, four player for X-Men. Cause, yeah, because, I mean, uh, Microsoft actually sells kits now. Like you, yeah. you bought, but you can buy full size ones. Yeah, we're like, Ooh. I was thinking about that hard today. I was like, man. That'd be cool. I would really like you and I to build a GameZilla full size arcade cabinet for the basement. And I was like, oh, we can get it done before Nerd Barbecue. I go, no, we can't. Like, <laughs> who am I kidding? <laughs> But that was like my thought. I was like, oh, we get we can unveil it and have this have it be this big thing. But that's something that I think you and I should uh, consider doing after I finish mine so I know what sort of hurdles we have to get over. I think that'd yeah. be dope here in the studio. I'd be interested, absolutely. Yeah, that that'd be something that'd be a lot of fun. I mean, I'm not gonna lie, when you first started your project, I was like, oh man, I kinda wanna do something like that. And I just again never I never got into it on an individual standpoint. But yeah, let's uh let's plan our next project. Yeah, so hopefully I'll have mine done in in the coming months. I'm I'm going to order more parts tonight to really keep the ball rolling. Okay. So cool. Well, my uh, my gaming moment, and I'm just gonna I'm just gonna confirm this with you. I didn't talk about my purchase last week, really. Yeah, you know, normally, you know, we don't talk about how you bought a lifetime supply of payday candy bars here. Not that purchase. That's a normal. That was normal. That was insane. That's too much peanuts. Yeah. It's no, that's normal. The odd one, the odd, the odd purchase. Like you're, you're sure I didn't talk about this last week. You know, I can't really be sure of much. I'm, I'm pretty out of my head. So I don't know. Well, (laughs) I really don't think you talked about this. All right. Well, I made a purchase last week. I bought a new monitor. So your old one can go on my arcade cabinet. Cool, no, thanks. No, it's too big. <laughs> yeah, I, I'll have to give that to you. Um, but, yeah, oh, uh, on, on Twitch, Player One Miggy says, cool, count me in. I'm in, I'm in on that, too, for the cabinet. 
Miggy has artistic abilities. I know. Miggy makes models. Yeah, so there we go. We're, I like I like We're this building idea. a team. We're building a team. All right, no, so my gaming moment, if if I already talked about this last week, it's it's Deadite's fault. But I'm gonna talk about it again because it is Most still it is still revolving around everything that I'm doing. And that is the uh the thirty-four inch ultra wide uh alienware monitor that I bought uh from Micro Center because I found one uh, complete in the box, but it was an open item, and they were having their Memorial Day sale, and so so not only was the sale going on, which knocked it down, but the open box price too knocked it down to like a super good price for this monitor. And so I picked it up, I, you know, and I I got home and think the box is gigantic. I mean, the box itself is huge. I get the monitor out, and I'm I'm working with like a setup in the game room where I've kind of built myself a little like nook area where that way I can stream and I can do things and if Jade wants to come in and play games she's not on stream if she doesn't want to be blah you know so on and so forth but I um I don't have a t- like an unlimited amount of space because of it my desk is a DX racer desk so it's an average size desk it's not super big and I put this I put this monitor on there and it takes up the whole desk I mean it is from one end to the other I'm like well it fits but wow, this thing is massive. And then, so I have another monitor there, but I have to turn it vertically and it's on an arm. So I like swivel it around to the side. So it lives off to the side for like, I'll just throw like my, my uh, streaming chat or something up over there. I turn this monitor on and yeah, it, you know, it looks pretty good. And I'm like, all right, cool. You know, I, I, I spent this money on this monitor and I, you know, I don't really need it. I had an Acer Predator monitor that was like 24 inches. So this is bigger, but the thing I started to notice is like my PlayStation was hooked to it, my Xbox was hooked to it, and everything formats to the 16 by 9 ratio. So I just have these bars on the side that are nothing. It's a waste. And the games look great, don't get me wrong. Yeah. You know, everything looks solid. But I then was like, well, you know what? I I had read that that the 21 by 9 ratio PC games can format to it and, and actually fit it. The 3440 by 1080 or by 1440 is the the ratio resolution, and so I um I like launched the Epic Game Store because I had uh, Hades from Supergiant fits and looks beautiful, and I'm like wow okay, and so I'm like well I bet you I could probably maybe I can get Apex to work like that. Totally fits, looks amazing. I'm like all right sweet. Well I play Apex on PS4 so I'm just gonna skip on that. And I had been playing every night. I've been playing a couple rounds of ARAM on League of Legends, all random, all middle. <laughs> and so I don't, I don't, I'm not playing full games because I think we went over this a few weeks ago that like full games are super are irritating me a ton right now. And we just went over the fact that like I can't have a game ruin my night. Um, I, I need to, I need this to be a relaxing, fun experience. Otherwise, I just, I'm not going to do it. And so we're playing ARAM, and they're just, it's they're just fun, quick games. And I'm like, I wonder if I can get League to fit on this screen properly because I literally was playing League with the bars. And so I go in the settings, and yeah, there it is. I'm like, oh, it does support it, and I, I stretch League to fit it. League of Legends, which, I mean, it's not like the most amazingly like graphical game, but League looked the best I've ever seen on this monitor. And the fact that it's... That it, and I say stretch, that's wrong. It fit the screen. The way it fit the screen, I see more of the playing field than I've ever seen before. And I so you're a cheater. 
Yeah, and I suck at the game, so I lock the camera onto my character because the people that actually move the camera freely around while moving their character by clicking, they're they're wizards. Okay, like I I'm just not good at that. I don't like it. It feels weird. Not a fan. Need the camera locked. But because I can see more of the playing field, I I I feel more comfortable in in playing with the locked camera where I'm not unlocking it to pull off some some range soup uh, ultimates and things like that and honestly this monitor has caused me to play more pc games than i've played probably in the past year so i really like it it's a lot of fun i i've posted some pictures about it in the discord if you want to see what the monitor looks like but yeah that's my gaming moment is that i've kind of rekindled rekindled my um my love for PC gaming, but not just League. Like I know I was using League as a uh, as an example, but I um I really like the game like Hades, for example, um indie games or anything like that. So I'm playing through Hades, which isn't even out yet. This is like a like a beta access that I that I bought into, and I'm like, this is. For some reason, I have the uh, Astro C40 controller. Yeah. So for some reason, I'm like, I'm going to play through this game now. <laughs> like, I've had it for a couple months. I'm going to sit down and I'm going to play through this now. I, I have a question for you. And I think I, I think I, I don't know one of the answers. I think I know the other answer. Okay. Do you have Ori on the PC? And would it work? <laughs> you think? Do you think it's formatted for that? What do you think? the? F- so when I started looking for 21 by 9... What do you think the first game was? Okay, okay. Yeah. So so, so my so the answer is no, it's not formatted for that. Uh no, correction, it is. Oh wow. But the so this was this was the tricky part. So I found out that the Game Pass already somewhat exists on PC. Yeah. Even though they've advertised that they're bringing more to it. Um so I was like, "Oh, and I downloaded Sea of Thieves because I have it on the Xbox, so I could download it on PC for free." And Sea of Thieves fits, looks looks gorgeous. So I was like, Ori is on the Game Pass on the Xbox. I can get it on the on the computer. Nope, it's 20 bucks. Mm. And I'm like, man, I, I have like multiple copies of Ori because like I have the original and I have the definitive edition, both on the Xbox. I'm like, do I pay $20 again for Ori? And I'm like, I don't think I do, especially considering when they announce here in what? A week, not even a week, when Xbox announces the Game Pass for the PC, and then it all of a sudden is included. Yeah, yep, you're good to wait so, on that one. But it, you're right though; that game is going to be a is going to be a blast on that screen. It's going to be really cool. Yeah, really cool. Yeah, any any Metroidvania style, I think that that screen really works well for it. Nice. Well, that has been our Zilla update for the week. Uh, you know, we we didn't do emails this week because our Patreon was uh, suggested suggested topics within our Discord. But if you ever want your emails answered, go ahead, uh, email info at GameZillaMedia.com. We'd be happy to chat with you there. And uh, don't forget, this is the GameZilla podcast, but GameZillaMedia.com hosts a, uh, a bunch of really good shows like The Legend of Retro. So if you, you like what we're talking about, but you're also into classic gaming, well, go ahead and listen to The Legend of Retro podcast as they cover uh, some old school classics. Uh, I strongly recommend that you listen to last week's episode of Noobs and Dragons because uh, the boys let me play along. I got to spend some time 
with Craig WK as the DM. And, you know, you guys make him sound really villainous. He was very kind to me. That's because you... <laughs> I, I almost said something that I can't say, but yeah. You're lucky. You're lucky. He was nice to all of us at the beginning, too. But I, I really enjoyed my time on Noobs and Dragons last week. So if you've never listened to Noobs and Dragons, I do recommend you start episode one. It is an episodic story-based Dungeons and Dragons campaign. But, uh, you know, if you're kind of caught up, listen to last week's episode, The Ultimate Betrayal, because uh, I had a lot of fun recording it with the boys. It was a good uh, episode. Last action podcast, action movies. They, uh who doesn't love action movies? They got you covered there. So go ahead and listen to that. And, of course, Noiseland Arcade. It's our Simpsons podcast where they covered, man, I don't remember the name of the episode. It's the one where Homer uh, eats the blowfish and he thinks he's going to die. It's a, it's a classic Simpsons it's a classic, episode. It's yeah. a really good one. They covered that one. Uh, that episode came out on Sunday. So give that a listen. Yeah. All right. And then remember, we have uh, our YouTube uh, channel where highlights of this show make it. We have uh, long long plays with Craig WK. All sorts of stuff happening on the the YouTube channel. Our streamers, so you can watch you can watch all of our streamers on Facebook, on Twitch. There, there, we're we're revamping the uh, streamers page now on the website, so soon you'll be able to um, stay up, see who is everybody going on. Because we have people like uh, Metric on stage, Craig WK, and and more streaming on Twitch, and then you have Facebook like uh, Spidey Two KX. We have Player One Miggy, um, Owl Zero, myself. And, and more that are all streaming games every week, so you can catch all sorts of the, the latest and greatest, all the way back to retro games uh, being streamed through the GameZone Media uh, community. And then our blog, and of course, the Discord, where we're hanging out every day. So if you are looking for that community that you want to talk about video games, talk about just nerdy things, and also you know make some friends that uh, you could potentially even game with, Discord. Go to gameslimedia.com, click on that Discord button, talk with gamers from around the world every day for free. That's all I got. Anything else? No, I'm looking forward to seeing what this uh, this big week in gaming leads for us with E3 coming up. Uh, there will be coverage here from the Games Little Podcast. We still don't know exactly what we're going to be doing, but we're going to try to get you uh, as many updates and uh, in info as we can. Of course, Discord, of course, on our blog and uh, through Gamezilla episodes. So cool. We I, don't we don't really know yet, but I do have maybe. one big announcement. Okay, let's do it. I wasn't necessarily going to save it, but I'm going to put it right at the end of the episode. That way, for all the people that skip this, they miss it, right? Yeah. And then we'll talk about it again and again and again, and someone eventually they'll hear it. But this will be the first time that I say it to the public. So um, we had an opportunity to uh, do a, have a charity event last year where we raised money to donate the uh, gaming carts to C.S. Mott's Children's Hospital in Ann Arbor, Michigan. Most of you have probably seen that we delivered those carts a few weeks ago, had a great time doing the Mott Arcade, volunteering our time, hanging out with the kids, playing video games, and really just you know having a good time and, and allowing them a, a place to just game it up and, and be kids. Um, you know, And because of that, we have been invited to uh, attend PAX West and be on a panel with uh, Gamers Outreach and Children's Hospital at, uh, this August, August, September. So we will be making the trip. We've, uh, we've uh, informed Children's Hospital that, yes, we would uh, 
take accept their invitation, and we would love to be part of this uh, this journey. And we are going to be uh, slowly building out what the uh, what everything's going to look like over the next couple months. So we'll make sure to give you more details. Right now, it's all in planning stages. So I'm telling you this as uh, this is exciting, and we're working on it. Things could change. You know, stuff stuff could be canceled. But right now, it is. The plan is to go to PAX West and and be on Gamezilla Media, be on their very first panel uh, at convention. So we're very excited, and we couldn't be doing it with cooler individuals and and, and teams. Uh, JJ um, from from CS Mott's Children's Hospital is is the one that extended the invitation. We want to thank him so much. Uh, it's been it's been so much fun to work with him on, on these projects. Um, Zach, the founder of Gamers Outreach, uh, is is going to be there and has been uh, working with us on this this current platform for the panel and you know and everybody else that we've met from the volunteers to the other people at Gamers Outreach. Everyone we've worked with has been been a huge help. So we're very excited. We're going to announce more uh, as far as what's going on uh, and how the panel is the what the panel is going to be a hundred percent focusing around. I don't want to I don't want to. Out, you know, speak too much, give things away, if especially if it's going to change a little bit. But just know, it's exciting time for us. We're, we're really excited, and um, you know, we'll we'll keep you posted. But we want to thank every. I guess at the end is I want to thank everybody listening, everybody that got involved mm-hmm. with the charity. Is that the you know these actions that we wanted to do to help the kids at Children's Hospital has led us to be able to even tell our story and, and and potentially help even more people and help us share these platforms that not everybody knows about. You know, that, that you know, a lot of times people sit there and say, oh, you're raising money for video games. Like it, it doesn't, it doesn't translate well to some people where they think it's, they, they don't, they don't understand what it fully is. So giving us a platform to share our story and how we did it, how we achieved it from a smaller community, a smaller group of people, how we were able to overcome, meet our goal and exceed our goal is a, it's a powerful piece to be able to share with other people that maybe also want to try to do something like this. Absolutely. So, all right. Well, thank you, everyone, for hanging out on episode 262 of the Games All podcast. We uh, will see you next time. And until then, just remember, we are your elite free DLC for all your gaming news. And until next time, game game on. on.